0: Hi, this is Cameron Latham, and I'm Michael Kraus,
1: and this is the I Love Louisville Living
0: Show. Not too spicy. I'll have that with goat cheese. Compliments to the chef.
1: How's the chicken primavera? Now is that a seasonal item?
0: Easy on the goat cheese, buddy. Soup of the day for me. A sweetened meat. A fitting treat. Thou smoky flame. Thy tongue shall tame. That's a poem by John F. Kennedy. Welcome back to the I Love Louisville Living Show. I'm your host, Michael Krause, along with our other co-host, Cameron Latham.
1: Hi, guys. Hope you're doing well out there.
0: We have a really special episode for you tonight. The weather in Louisville has been very hot and dry. We need to tell Mayor Fisher to quit being so stingy and to turn up the AC in this city. Am I right, Cameron?
1: You're right, Michael. And we actually were forced to uh, go out in the streets and try and record a a PSA about uh, heat awareness. Uh, Some people don't know that it's hot and they get sick from it, but uh, It was so hot that it made it difficult to even record our short video, which may or may not be released.
0: Yeah, isn't that ironic? Because it's like we were recording a video about how hot it was, and then we walked all the way down there, and then we were too hot to even film. We're very sorry because we literally gave up after 10 minutes.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's uh, it's a catch-22.
0: Yeah, I'd say so myself. Sometimes when it's too hot down there, it attracts certain types of people to the waterfront.
1: Everybody needs to go to the water, cool off, and sometimes uh, you get uh, a lot of people yelling and screaming and being crazy from the hotness.
0: Doesn't it ever just like trigger that primal part of your brain when everyone's down there by the watering hole yelling because it's too hot? It just freaks me out for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's in man's nature to yell at the sun, tell it to go down and be cold, but uh, it never really works.
0: Yeah, it doesn't, and it. to be quite honest with you, I find it very strange. But on to the next topic. Cameron, where did we go for dinner tonight?
1: Well, Mike, we went down the road from my apartment to River Road Barbecue, and it's in kind of a small, unassuming building that I, I never stopped to... Uh, check it out before, but on Friday I went, and it was very good, and I said, we gotta go eat some of this meat.
0: Yeah, I had heard of this River City Barbecue before. I think I may have talked to three or four people about it, and they all said it was a good place, and like I was telling Cameron at dinner, I didn't always used to be a barbecue fan. I used to actually dislike it a lot, but over the years, um, I've grown to love it.
1: Didn't your uncle get shot at a barbecue?
0: No, my uncle did not get shot at a barbecue.
1: Oh, I'm thinking of my other friend, Michael.
0: okay, cool. Jeez, Cameron. I thought we were keeping it PG tonight.
1: Murder is PG. You just can't say the bad words.
0: Not on this show, Cameron. We don't talk about blood and guts on the I of Louisville Living Show.
1: You have to face the meat, and the meat has blood, and the meat has guts, and it has eyeballs, and it looks you in the eye, and it says, YOU KILLED ME!
0: No, it doesn't. That doesn't happen.
1: No, it usually doesn't.
0: Well, don't say that it does, unless you really mean it.
1: I'm sorry, Michael. I didn't mean to insinuate that the meat was alive and a living creature at one point.
0: Okay, that's fine with me. Alright, on to the food.
1: Hey, I want to talk about my history of barbecue, too, Michael. You're not the only one who has a history of barbecue. I was, I'm sorry. I was born in Owensboro, Kentucky, home
0: of the world-famous barbecue festival. Well, you know what? You were even telling me that when we were at dinner that you didn't even appreciate it. If you really cared about barbecue, you would have cared about it back then and said just now. I didn't know, Mike. I was young. I don't believe you.
1: When you, when you grow up with barbecue all around you, sometimes you just long for the sushi and you forget to taste the sweet, succulent barbecue while it's in front of you.
0: It seems like a serious character defect to me.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great, Mike. Thank you.
0: No problem. Back to the show.
1: Fucking Shrek sweater.
0: Listen, man, fuck you about the Shrek sweater. <sighs> I'm going to throw it away.
1: and we're back Uh, me and mike just had a very real talk and i think uh, it was tough and we both learned some things about each other and maybe our friendship isn't as strong as it was before the talk but it needed to happen
0: yeah let's just say that that's the case and let's just talk about the food all right
1: no more sweater talk on the podcast
0: no more sweater talk we promised We went outside, we shook hands with a third party, my neighbor came outside and officiated it, and we said, what did we say?
1: Um, We said, I think, long and short of it is, you Uh, did mess up my Shrek sweater, and it really did hurt me, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Hey, hey Louisville, how many sorry's do you think I have to say for Cameron to forgive me about this fucking sweater?
1: Hey, Louisville, how many sorries does it take to give me my Mike Myers signed Shrek sweater back?
0: I can't fucking win with this one. I just can't win, Louisville. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. No, after you.
1: That's very becoming of you.
0: I'll accept your offer to dine.
1: Would you please pass the minced eggs benedictine?
0: Yes, splendid. Welcome back to Louisville's own Mansion of Manners. This is where we go behind the scenes in the Louisville dining scene to give you the best tips in etiquette.
1: And some people think manners are old. And you can just learn all the old ones and you're good, but actually you'll find that uh, new manners are coming out every day. And to stay on top of it, you really have to uh, put forth some effort and really try to be proper and gregarious.
0: Yes, not a lot of people know where the origins of manners trace to but we delve back into the 1600s to tell you some of the manners that we learned about when we were young. The first manner is,
1: if there is a bird in the east, do not partake in brunch until the bird takes flight and flies out of sight, then you may begin brunch.
0: Yes, I've heard that's, um, that's a tip by St. Andrew of Scotland.
1: I think that's right.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting how, in the grand scheme of the universe, it really wasn't that long of a time ago. But at the same time, the people were living like they were in a completely different time.
1: That's very profound, Michael.
0: You could say that. There were people that were living amongst kings and queens and knights of the round table.
1: Sometimes it's fun to pretend like I'm a knight, and I know the chivalry, and there's a damsel, and I save her, and she gives me a peck on the cheek.
0: Yeah, I've always wanted to be the knight in shining armor myself. Um, I, I really thought the outfits they wore were cool. The armor was cool. And I wanted to just be that knight sitting on the back of a horse, looking stoic, ready for battle. Nothing scares me. I'm ready to face the challenge.
1: That's right, Michael. Now, what what uh, what's a good manner that uh, that you like to partake in?
0: One of my favorite manners while sitting at the dinner table is probably putting a napkin in your lap. It is the number one symbol of class when you go out to eat.
1: That's a very good one. It's an easy one for people to score points on, and still a lot of people forget. Uh, I, I help myself remember because I have a rhyme. It goes... I take the nappy. I put in my lappy.
0: That's a very good one. That's that's a very good poem. Um, yes. So the origins behind putting a napkin in your lap come from Wales in the 1600s, and Saint Andrew uh, the Second came up with this rule after he had just gotten back from battle, and he was weak and he couldn't eat his soup properly and it dropped in his lap and all the people didn't respect him as the great king that he was after that incident so from that point on he put the napkin in his lap so none of the none of the food would fall in his lap and he would still get the respect of those who were under him that's simply fascinating yeah I didn't know that
1: so another tip that uh, is good for the manners list is uh, don't fudge with your food. Your food's for eating. Um, it's already been slain. You don't need to poke it anymore. You just put it in your mouth and uh, eat it. And uh, A lot of people, they get bored. They're tired of talking to their spouse. They It's a loveless marriage. They're just really sticking together for posterity's sake. And so sometimes they'll poke their mashed potatoes around a little bit and it's really uh, rude and just unnecessary.
0: Yeah, you know what? Sometimes people marry people that they don't really love and they go out to different restaurants and you can tell by the look in their eyes that the love is gone.
1: they, They try to make the flame reignite by eating at these restaurants and me and Mike have seen probably dozens of them and... You can tell because the flame is gone, and uh, they're really just two people sitting there across from someone they hardly know.
0: Yeah, but sometimes I want to reignite that flame within them. I wish I could go over to their table, sit down, and say, Hey, what are the problems that you guys are having? And I'll guide you through them.
1: That's awfully sweet of you, Mike, but I don't think it'll help.
0: I wish it worked that way, but but unfortunately it does not.
1: Well, let's get back to the manners uh you you really make me sad
0: okay, sorry, all right, back to the manners um the next manner we have is to never stare a stranger in the eye at the restaurant it's It's seen as improper among the royalties of England in the sixteen hundreds and um to look another another man in the eyes at a restaurant was a sign of a barter gone bad or it was a sign that they wanted to do battle. So if you're in a restaurant, you never look another man in the eyes because it means one of those two things. I never got it at first, but then I found out the history of it and I was absolutely taken aback. So I never stare at people at restaurants anymore.
1: On a similar note... Um One that I struggle to remember is never look at another man's plate until yours is completely finished because it's a sign of disrespect to the chef that you don't want to look at your food, you want to look at his food. And it also makes the person that you're looking at their food, they think, is he going to try and take my food? Am I going to have to fight him? And it just really sours the mood, so keep your eyes on the plate, there'll be no hate. That's another rhyme that I use.
0: That is a really good one. You always come up with these zingers off the top of your head.
1: Oh, no. That was passed down to me from my great-grandfather, Leukemia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that really blows my mind, man. Because I wonder if kids in t- 2,700 will be saying the same things that we're saying right now. Maybe we'll be those guys who get the famous quotes named after them. I was... I was actually even thinking about it the other day, like, did, you know, when Abraham Lincoln and all these people said really profound things, did it, like, was it really that profound for the time, or, or what were they doing?
1: Mike, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Anyway, we've been You know what I'm talking about. No, 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 we're moving forward. (laughs) Anyway. We've we've been working on making some some new manners that we think would be uh, good to uh, add to the repertoire Um, What what manner have you been working on Mike? I know you've been working on it for a couple weeks now
0: Um, The manner that I've been working on lately is to always open the door for the third lady in the restaurant
1: Okay, okay, I like it. It it makes a little bit of, it kind of gamifies it.
0: Yeah, if you open the door for the third lady, you're showing all the women there that you care about females.
1: And also, you're not holding it to make them seem weak, but you're like, I'll get one in three so that it shows that I care, but also if you don't want it, I also respect that.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the best way to go about it, because if if you're someone who is trying to get across good manners, you have to go out of your way, and sometimes people will look at you strangely. But that's okay. You're doing the right thing by doing these manners. And we feel like this is very important to get to you all because it can make your dining experience and your life in general a whole lot better.
1: So the the manner that I've been uh, concocting is everyone wears gloves. You eat the food, you put on disposable gloves, and it would help prevent getting germs on your food, and even the, uh, the in the kitchen they wear gloves too. And so the Hepatitis A outbreak that is plaguing Lulgal will be, uh, this would help with that, and also you feel fancy when you wear gloves, so that's my uh, manner that I've been working on.
0: I think that's a great manner, and uh, I think that we've both come up with some really good manners, and it was good to take a trip down memory lane and see what all the nights at the round table were saying about their manners.
1: I actually found out in our research that I'm related to the Duke of Wellington and um, that's really neat. Uh, I actually have a castle um, and I can go to it and say this is my castle but not really.
0: I wonder if the Duke of Wellington could come back to life and grant you access to that castle whenever you wanted to stay there.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you could.
0: Yeah. Well, this has been the Mansion of Manners. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be back next week.
1: Until next time, parlez-vous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow, what a great trip to the Mansion of Manners. I always love going there. It's a good place to learn and grow. I agree. Well, let's talk food, Cameron. What did you have to eat at River City Barbecue?
1: Um, I had the 50-50, which is like half pork, half brisket, and it was a delicious Sammy. Uh, yeah, that's what I had. I got it, some chips and a orange sun-kissed.
0: Nice, nice. I was...
1: Oh, it just kind distract-
0: of no, the monitor oh. I had the brisket sandwich. It was absolutely amazing. It like the meat was falling off the other meat while I was <laughs> eating it and I got baked beans and I got Doritos and I got a diet Coke. It was amazing. I'm usually not a big barbecue fan but I can honestly say after today that I am a big barbecue fan.
1: Yeah, that's right. It, it was very good. I actually went yesterday, and it was some of the best I'd ever had, so today it was still good, but it was a little bit less tasty than last time for some reason. Maybe it was just the luck of the meat, but uh, well, I will say this. The sauce is boss. They make their own sauce, and it's uh, a an original recipe sauce, and it really adds a great flavor to the meat.
0: Yeah, it was the sauce was absolutely amazing. I thought it was gonna be the same sauce as the baked beans, that that what they were in. But then I tried um, the brisket sauce, and I was absolutely blown out of the water. I felt like running out the doors and going downtown and shouting to the streets about how good it is.
1: That's a powerful endorsement, Michael.
0: Yeah, it was that good. I. I can't say enough about it. Thank you so much, River City Barbecue. The rating is definitely gonna be high for this one.
1: My rating is gonna be a little bit different this one. I uh, I ate there yesterday, the first time I ever ate there. And it was crazy good, amazing. And well, today you- it was good, but not amazing. So I'm gonna average my two experiences oh. yesterday and today into a fusion review
0: This is our very first ever fusion review. This is absolutely exciting.
1: It's very rare and it's honestly pretty new in the uh, food critics world, but uh, fusion reviews are for situations like these when there's like a a situation arises that calls for some extra um, contemplation, I guess. That's not really the word I was looking for, but I'll take it.
0: I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. This is really, really interesting. I never thought that we would get ourselves into this type of situation. But Cameron, step up to the stage. It's your turn to rate this restaurant.
1: Okay, so on Friday, I just got the sandwich, the 50-50, and it was amazing. It was saucy. It was very tender, very juicy. The meat felt like... It was liquid in my mouth, and I was swishing it around like I was the mighty god of the river, swishing meats. But um, I will say I'm not a big fan of the sides they have there. I'm kind of picky about some food. I really like coleslaw. I don't really like potato salad or beans. i keep them beans out of my mouth. Whatever. Yeah.
0: I got a big bean boy over here. I love beans, I'm not gonna lie, Louisville, I can't say enough about him.
1: He takes baths of beans, weird bean boy.
0: I've always wanted to, I've never done that before, Cameron's lying, but I'm not gonna lie and say that I wish I had.
1: Got a mouth that looks like he had a can of beans.
0: No I don't.
1: Anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut No,
0: no, you say I look like the guy in Dennis the Menace who's eating (laughs) beans underneath the bridge? You think I'm that guy?
1: I mean, I didn't say
0: that. Uh, if you feel like that, that's, that's what you're thinking, aren't on you? You're thinking that, aren't you?
1: You can't read my mind, Michael. My mind is my own. So just stop it with the attitude and get back to your bean loving.
0: Okay. So, yeah, let's can, get can ready. Can I finish my review? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on with your fusion review. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> um, okay. So you've completely derailed me. Oh, I was going to say, I wish they had more. Um, more choices for your sides and the the uh, number of chips or the variety of chips was not uh, not the greatest either but that being said that sandwich on Friday was amazing it was like the basics they got it the meats the juices they're there it's tasty it's a little bit messy but it's good so Friday I'm gonna give it a 4.7 it was freaking tasty
0: that's the highest rating Cameron's ever given a restaurant.
1: But it's going to get knocked down a little bit by today. Today it was a little bit dry, and it just didn't have that pop. I don't know if it was the part of the meats that I got. Maybe I got the, the butt. I don't know. But uh, today I'm going to give it a 3.5.
0: That's... Wow, 4.7 to 3.5.
1: That's a big swing. It is. Maybe it was just an off sandwich. It was still good. I don't want to make it sound like it was bad, but just the sandwich from yesterday is the sandwich of my dreams. That's when you dream of your future wife and she's beautiful and fun and she likes to play video games with you and she lets you eat ice cream at midnight and then you wake up and she's gone and the world is there and it's cruel and it's hard and it's cold. Yeah, and that was the sandwich I ate today. So it really, it really, uh, it woke me from my meat dream,
0: dude. That's insane. You're telling me. Yeah, I feel that way as well. When I bit into that sandwich, I thought of my wife too. Her name is Vicky. She talks on her phone and she doesn't take any flack from anybody.
1: Yeah, she is a stone-cold woman of the night.
0: She really is. She wears a Bluetooth headset all the time, and it drives me wild.
1: In a good way or a bad way? Both. Well, that's fair. I'm glad it at least isn't completely negative, and I hope you and Vicky can get it figured out so you don't become... One of the loveless couples that we were mentioning earlier. And I feel like maybe that's why you have such empathy for those.
0: Are you trying to say that Vicky and I are having problems?
1: It sounds like what you're saying to to me right now.
0: I think that we do. I think that we do have problems.
1: Have you considered going to counseling or starting taking, like, a Xanax or something?
0: Uh, not yet. I just, Vicky's always on her phone, texting other men.
1: That's unfortunate. Have you talked to her about this?
0: Yeah, I told her that I didn't care. And she said, good.
1: That sounds like you're doing everything right. I don't know what's going wrong.
0: It's just the finances. We got to split all the finances. I don't care about Vicky having sex with other men. All right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, uh, are we, are we, so, um, anyway, uh, palate cleanser here, um, my rating of 4.7 for the amazing sandwich I had on Friday, and 3.5 for the still pretty good sandwich I had today, evens out to 4.1 Michelin stars.
0: Wow, great job, River City Barbecue, for our very first Fusion ranking, we have... Fusion. It's a it's a fusing of two different numbers with decimal points that make one number.
1: It's almost like when you take the ultimate plunge, and you decide you want to spend the rest of your living years with another person, and you get married, and you take your two lives and you meld them into one. That's almost what a fusion is, except for... Uh, it's a little bit... Uh, uh, sexier.
0: <laughs> yeah, I heard that as well. I heard when you move in with a woman, you don't necessarily sleep in two different bedrooms.
1: I think that's a case-by-case basis. I think they're full of it.
0: Yeah, I feel like whenever I move in with a woman, I want to sleep in my own bedroom.
1: Wait, don't you live with your wife?
0: Vicki and I, the love is gone. It's completely gone.
1: Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. Where, where are you staying? Are you I don't
0: even care anymore. Where are you staying, Mike? You stay- need a place to stay. I'm sleeping next to Vicky. She thinks that I care, but I don't care at all. But you said when I move in with a woman. When I move in with the next woman that I I'm with. Oh, so it's that bad. You're you're already planning I'm the next woman. I'm considering other women, alright? I don't care. Do you have any in mind? Like Angelina Jolie or anything? Probably. Probably some really good-looking movie star girl. Vicky is just driving me nuts. She's trying to rekindle something. I just don't care about her. Plain and simple. Not to be mean.
1: Does she still let you...
0: Well, back to the show. Sorry, we had to uh, edit some pretty personal information out. Sorry to air that um, to you all. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to bring out your dirty laundry to play in front of the whole city of Louisville with, but I, I just, I, I was concerned about your relationship and what you were still allowed to do and not allowed to do.
0: Well, you know what? It's all right. Everyone makes a big deal out of all the emotional sides of it, but really it's just a pain in the backside to have to deal with these finances, bro.
1: Yeah, um... She does have a little bit of a pill problem, and I'm sure that really does eat through the piggy bank pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, this woman is driving me crazy. She is on pills, on her phone all the time, texting other men.
1: I once saw her eat an entire handful of Flintstones gummies and wash it down with a bottle of champagne.
0: Yeah, I've seen her do that a couple times, and I'm absolutely disgusted.
1: Well, anyway, uh, let's hear your rankings, Mike. I'm excited to hear what you think about them meats.
0: All righty. So, I got the brisket sandwich. Absolutely amazing. Got some baked beans on the side. Uh, Got some Doritos, which I hadn't had in a while. Still pretty good. Um, But, yeah, I'm going to give my ranking. I love this place. I'm usually not a big barbecue guy, but... I can make exceptions. So tonight, on the I Love Louisville Living Show, I'm going to give River City Barbecue 4.6 Michelin stars.
1: That's wonderful. Wonderful.
0: Way to go. Way to go. Cameron, fire up the calculator.
1: Okay, let me me kickstart it here. It's it's cold. We haven't used it in a couple weeks, and I, I need to rev her up real quick.
0: Rev it up. Rev. Rev,
1: rev, rev, rev.
0: Rev it up. Rev it up.
1: Okay. So from the fusion score of 4.1 and the normal, kind of boring Michael Krause score of 4.6. Yes. We get a cumulative score that averages out to the number four point three five Michelin stars way to go way to go and now Michael do you remember if that makes it the king of the ring or not I I don't think it does I don't
0: think it does either
1: it's pretty dang close though
0: I think uh Ramsey's Cafe of the World is still number one
1: yeah Ramsey's was amazing
0: yeah Ramsey's was awesome
1: all hail Lord Ramsey
0: All hail Lord Ramsey. Thank you for bringing international relics to the restaurant scene of Louisville.
1: May his empire spread from sea to sea and may he live for 1,000 years.
0: Yes, thank you so much for bringing all of this class and culture to the Louisville city.
1: I heard before Lord Ramsey moved to Louisville, they only had hot dogs and hamburgers and bags of beans and he told them that there's other food in the world.
0: Yeah, my grandpa was really young when Lord Ramsey came to Louisville. Um, He said that um, there are more than just one to two foods that exist out there and it is in your willpower to bring them to yourself.
1: Now, is this your grandfather that was shot at the barbecue?
0: My relatives weren't shot at the barbecue. Why is this coming up again?
1: Denial is a cold, cold river. Why would
0: I deny an event like that? Why would I deny it?
1: Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I thought you heard you talking about it. How
0: many before. years ago was it? Tell me when. Who told you this?
1: Um. Yeah, no. Steven.
0: My dad did not tell you that.
1: No, uh, Stephen McCarthy, not your dad.
0: Okay, Stephen McCarthy. Well, Stephen McCarthy is a fool.
1: I'm gonna tell him he said that, Mike. Good, do it. He's an MMA fighter, and he's fought in Japan.
0: I'll beat him up.
1: Alright, you heard it here, folks.
0: I can fight anybody in the city of Louisville and win.
1: Okay. What about resurrected Muhammad Ali? Easy. (laughs) What's your strategy? I'm curious now.
0: I dodge his punches and then I punch him. It's- I give him an old school beatdown. One where I hit them more times than they hit me.
1: I thought you were going to say I go to the Bobby Hill and say that's my purse and then I smash him in the groin.
0: I'm a real fighter. I know how to fight anyone. Anywhere, anytime. I don't want to fight anyone, but I do at the same time
1: Yeah, it's like I have the skill and I could really mess this guy's face up right now, but He's not giving me a reason yet.
0: Yeah, all of this financial stress that The separation and divorce with Vicky is causing me is making me want to fight other men
1: Well, and you've been watching Fight Club on repeat for like several days now
0: Yeah, and I still don't get it.
1: Yeah, you mainly just watch the part with Jared Leto where he gets his face crushed and you say, Yeah, I can do that too. Don't mess with me.
0: Yeah, I just imagine myself in my head punching a punching bag and really just lighten someone up.
1: But you're punching a punching bag in this though, right?
0: Yes, yes. Not a real person.
1: Okay, that's good.
0: I don't want to fight anyone.
1: Violence is wrong, and you should never use your fists or a gun to hurt anyone.
0: Yeah, and if you get really angry and you need someone to fight, why just... don't you
1: try fighting those inner demons that haunt you? Yeah, again?
0: that's what I'm saying. You got to fight those inner demons, tame them, and make sure they never come back to haunt you again.
1: Because those are the toughest opponents, and they'll they'll punch you in the head all day if you don't uh, keep them in check
0: yeah sometimes you got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and say hey are there inner demons that are staring me back in the eyes or am i the hero of my own story and i think there's
1: a lot more demons around since uh, the great clintonius came i've noticed uh, a higher incident of Demonic occurrence since he came through.
0: Yeah, I've been having some real ghost problems, scaring me, keeping me up at night. I'm definitely not a fan of what he's done to the the spirits around here.
1: Yeah, when they're not moving my pots and pans around, I'm sleeping and they come up to me and they say, "Boo!" <laughs> no, I have a big meeting tomorrow. I can't I can't go back to sleep now.
0: <laughs> Clint, why did you invite these dark spirits into our life? They're keeping us up at night. They're causing us to be late for work. Um,
1: They're hiding my car keys
0: (laughs) and my Bluetooth. They hid my palm Pilot. Stylist and
1: Michael, how did you know what to do without your personal digital assistant with you?
0: Well, let's just say a lot of emails didn't get answered and a lot of tasks didn't get done.
1: Well, uh, I guess, uh, if you can't make a home run every day.
0: I wish I could fight these damn ghosts and get them out of my life, because they're really messing with me.
1: I try to punch them sometimes, and when I try to punch them, they, it goes right through their belly and they laugh and they say, Ha! But they can still pick up my pots and pans, so I don't, there's this, I'm not understanding the science behind this, but that's neither here nor there.
0: I'm not a fan of these ghosts. I wish they would go away, but what are we going to do?
1: You do what you gotta do to help your friends bum leg, and you have to accept the consequences that come with that.
0: Yep, sorry guys, but we've been getting haunted a lot.
1: I think there's a demon inside of your computer that makes it nearly impossible for us to get two mics to work on an episode to episode basis.
0: Yeah, I think that's what it is. There's a ghost in the machine um, haunting the hard drive of my computer, um, weaving in and out of microchips while it's flying around in there. Um, Don't let that get on the internet.
1: It could, uh, it could bring down the mainframe.
0: Yeah, sometimes ghosts can get into your computer and cause blockages in the back doors of the, the proxy uh, server.
1: Yeah, it's like when you have a carbon simulator and you are running a PC 3PP on it.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's very technical. But moral of the story is don't invite demons into your house. It will wreak havoc on your life.
1: A demon in the house is two in the car.
0: That's what they say. So Cameron, let's wrap this episode up okay um why don't you just go ahead and do that then bud <laughs> well louisville it's been fun tonight after the show we'll have some ad read um river city barbecue we cannot thank you enough excellent restaurant good stuff good yes, stuff, yes yes we commend you we commend you vicky this one's for you i wish you the best please move out as soon as possible
1: and i would also like to issue an apology to the citizens of louisville Uh, We haven't put out an episode in a while, and uh, it's mainly because Michael and Vicky, uh, he said that he's been grounded for the past few weekends, and it's like, come on, man. We need to record the podcast, and Vicky uh, apparently won't let him out of the closet under the stairs, and she says, nope, he can't come over.
0: Yeah, Vicky gets to tell me what to do sometimes. I'm in a real bind here. This financial web that will never end is holding my freedom above vicky's head
1: we're all slaves to the capitalist system
0: yeah she locks me in the closet tells me i can't come out slides dinner under there and i get mad at her and i say vicky let me out of this closet right now or else i'm gonna be very mad at you
1: and then Doesn't she say, that's two more days in the closet, mister?
0: She does say that, and I get very, very irritated. I am sick of her.
1: Well, we can talk more about this off-air, and uh, yeah, let's uh, put a pin in this one.
0: Thanks a lot, Vicky. See ya. All right, Louisville. This has been a great episode. Good luck in your future endeavors.
1: We and know our love for Louisville will never grow cold.
0: Exactly, we love you. Good night. Good. Man, it's hot out here.
1: It is, and Owensboro, we used to have a famous commercial wherein a car-sailing man would say, it's hot, Dom. Did you ever see that commercial, Mike?
0: No, um, usually where I come from, we watched the Weather Channel, and we didn't have men in suits telling us where the weather was coming from.
1: Well, he wasn't wearing a suit, per se. But, uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't blessed with the gift of cable, because I wasn't fed with a silver spoon mic. Sometimes you just gotta watch PBS and shut up and sit down and live your life and don't complain. But that's neither here nor there.
0: That sounds horrible.
1: Thomas the Tank Engine was my only friend for 5 years. But those days are over now
0: and oh, I Oh, so you're friends with the train? Is that what you think it means? He's being- more than a train.
1: <laughs> He's a man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay. I guess uh Cameron thinks there's a human inside of Thomas the Tank Engine.
1: Where else do you think his freaking face comes from?
0: I don't know where his face comes from. Touche. What <laughs> should we
1: The AC man.
0: Yes, Mayor Fisher, we are begging you to hire an AC man to come to Louisville and turn down the heat
1: the heat up too high I need to come down I need to be about 20 degrees lower and uh, maybe a little bit less rain too I don't know if the rain man's a different man or if he did both but uh, if we could get uh, 20 degrees lower lower humidity uh, if the AC man could do that it'd be great
0: Yes, we need to blame me for something, and it's time to blame you for the weather. We still haven't gotten the keys, so anything that goes wrong in this city is your fault until we get otherwise. We're getting really peeved about not getting these keys. The
1: keys are really at the heart of the issue. Uh, we'll give you a pass on everything else if we can get the keys. But until then, we're calling for an AC man to come fix the AC in Louisville. Uh, if you know anyone, if you've got an uncle who's good and nice and he's an AC man, please uh, let us know. Um, if, you're, um, if you're a spouse that you are distant with and are thinking about having a divorce with, uh, if they know how to fix AC, please uh, refer them to us. Uh, it'll help you fund the divorce proceedings. Um, yeah, uh, it's, it's too dang hot out here. Uh, tell them how hot it is, Mike.
0: It's hotter than a Jamaican oven out here.
1: It's so hot, I feel like the skin melt off my face like Raiders of the Lost Ark, and my eyeballs turn into fried eggs and slide out of my head, and I'm a skellington roasting in a friggin' fire. It really sucks.
0: <laughs> what are you doing? I always think of myself as an ancient cowboy looking across the sand dunes and squinting my eyes because it's too sunny out and sunglasses hadn't been invented.
1: I feel like sometimes when I'm out here in this Louisville heat that I'm the first monkey that they shot into space but there's a terrible error in the system because one man forgot um, a very important protocol for safety and I was launched off course and I flew into the sun and baked there and I turned into a, a monkey of charcoal and dust because I sat in the sun for so long.
0: I feel like a mass murder after I have died on death row and I am in hell, in hell's waiting room and I can't get comfortable I'm starting to realize the consequences of all of my mistakes in my physical incarnation. And I am realizing that I am not in for a good time. That's what I feel like.
1: I feel like a fish in a cold stream in the mountains. And I'm traveling thousands of miles to plant my seed and birth my children. And I'm flopping up the waterfall and I'm going and I'm going and then a bear smacked me and I fly out and I fall on a hot rock and I just sit on the rock and I roast and the rock's hot and the sun's hot and I'm gasping for water as I dehydrate and suffer. And it's just that hot out here in Louisville.
0: I feel like I am a cosmonaut blasting off into Mars I've gone to... I already did space, Mike. I'm sorry. I can do another space one if I want. There can only be one space! (laughs) Space is infinite.
1: Uh, That's a fair point. Yes. Go on.
0: All right. I feel like a cosmonaut who has blasted into Mars in search of other life on the lost worlds of Mars.
1: Wow, I thought there was going to be more to that one.
0: Oh, you think yours was any better?
1: I think it was a lot better.
0: Well, fine. (laughs)
1: Okay, well, uh, if you guys are ready for a good one, um, I feel like I'm in the movie where they have to go through the middle of the earth, the core, that's the name of the movie.
0: And that one's ha- called Armageddon. Nope, you're wrong. Whatever.
1: They have to go through the middle of the earth into the molten hot lava in a ship made of zinconium, they have to set off a nuclear bomb because the core not working right and they have to fix it and I feel like I'm in the lava and I'm like in the metal ship and I'm like, oh, temperatures are reaching critical levels. We can't sustain this for long. And that's how hot I feel,
0: Mike. How hot do you feel? Um I feel hot. Like, oh that's good. Like an Olympic athlete after they've ran for at least three hours in the sun.
1: I feel hot like Michael Krauss trying to come up with an idea when he has
0: absolutely nothing, and sitting there and floundering. On Mike, I've got nothing left. <laughs> I have used all my energy, Louisville. What do you want from me? Well, and that's the true sign of the heat. It really takes the energy out of
1: you, and it makes you, makes you kind of vapid and slow, and really not have many good ideas. I came up,
0: <laughs> I came up with the Mansion of Manners.
1: You did. That was a great idea. Yeah, Born of madness.
0: I thought it was a great idea, and the listeners are going to love it.
1: You're right. That that will be a recurring feature of the show, and I'm sorry for coming at you like that. I know you're tired. I know you've been hot.
0: I've been up all day!
1: You've been up all day. Uh, It's hard to be awake for an entire day, I know.
0: Well, thank you for understanding.
1: That's what friendship is, Michael.
0: It is. Lord, lift us up where we belong.
1: So, yeah, if you're an AC man, please let us know. Uh, Come fix the AC here. It's probably a big machine. You probably have to climb up a skyscraper, and it's a giant AC. But uh,
0: Please hurry. Please hurry up. We'll slip you a few Michelin stars for your trouble. Yes, yes. Four Michelin stars guaranteed. Five if you're nice. (laughs) Touche. Good night. Good night, little.